Hello, and welcome to Your Daily Homily, a ministry of St. Philip the Apostle Parish in Pasadena, California. For more information on today's readings and homilist, please view the show notes below. And now, Your Daily Homily. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. The apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith. The Lord said in reply, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you would say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it would obey you. Who among you would say to your servant, who has come in from plowing or tending sheep in the field, come here immediately and take your place at table? Would he not rather say to him, prepare something for me to eat, put on your apron, and wait on me while I eat and drink. You may eat and drink when I am finished. Is he grateful to the servant because he did as he was commanded? So should it be with you. When you have done all that you have been commanded, say, what an unprofitable servant. We are unprofitable servants. We have done what we are obliged to do. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Good morning. Good morning, Father. Do me a favor. I've got, I want you to turn around and look at people around you. Yeah, look at their faces. Okay, now, why am I doing that? It's just something I've forgotten to tell you, and I thought of it today. When we had to do that week in Palm Springs, with, for all the diocesan priests had to go out there for four days of meetings. Um, the presenter at that was a woman named Julie Stans. She is the director of um, evangelization and adult faith formation for the Diocese of Green Bay, Wisconsin, and an author, published author and thing, but she has a son five years old. And, you know, her son was brought up in the church because uh, of her position and her husband and everything that's Catholic Church is always known and one day not long ago he told her I don't want to go to church today and caught her off guard why and he says what well, do you do you you know do you not like the priests there no I like them you know is it just do you get bored no I know it's not that I get bored is it this no is it this no is this then why don't you want to go to the church and he said because nobody looks happy there. <laughs> True story. Look at the faces again. <laughs> and you better have a happy face this time. <laughs> no, look at, look at it. Give each other a happy face. That should not be. There. Okay. Uh, then one, one other thing before we get to the main points today. I, and I wish I had time to talk about this. This is one of my most striking lines from Scripture. When you do everything you're supposed to do, say, I'm only a useless servant. I only do what I'm supposed to do. Because I don't know anybody who does everything they're supposed to do. <laughs> so what does that make us? 
Raise your hand if you do everything you're supposed to do. I'm not raising my hand. So what's lower than a useless servant? I, I don't know. But it's something to think about, no? But anyway, today we're talking, today um, it's our last big day of promoting friends in faith. Because uh, um, next week we kick off. And, it, and it's a great day to have it because we have that intersection with the gospel and what we're trying to do, increase our faith. The apostle said to Jesus, increase our faith. So let me tell you about a conversation I have I mean, it's, this isn't the only one, but one I had this past week where somebody showed up and everything is going wrong in this person's life. You know, for, for, I mean, just it was just one thing after another, after another, after another, after another, and I don't know what to do anymore, and I pray and pray and pray, and God is not listening. At least it seems like, and I, and I said, so it feels like you pray and the door is just slammed in your face. And the answer was, yes. Now, truth is, I think 100% of the people in church have felt that way one time or another. Yes or no? Yes. Yeah, we pray and how come I'm not getting answered? You know, in this person's case, uh, uh, I mean, there's a lot to do. But, but um, how long since you, you know, well, how long have you been to confession? 20 years and, and stuff. And I said, why did you come today? I don't know. I felt like I had to come. Don't tell me God's not answering your prayers. Do you not understand that that, that working has been inside you which drove you to here today so you can start a, a, the first step on a different life? First step forward again? Don't you see that the Spirit's been working in you? You just didn't happen to show up. And then we went through a couple of things and Oh, he has been listening to me. <laughs> you know, truth is just a question of perspective. But, but every, everybody experiences that, that piece of it, that how come God's not listening to me? And it feels like that. Let me give you three reasons. Number one, it's not that God is not listening, but that, but that feeling of it may be an invitation from God to get rid of some of the, the things you don't need anymore so you can go to a deeper life of faith and relationship with him you know and you know that from life as we grow through life there are things you need to let go of you know when you're children we have this stuff we love and you get to be teenagers and you can't bring it with you because your friends will laugh at you you know i mean you saw it in toy story he has to give up woody as he moves on uh, um but there and they've moved from teenager to adulthood there are things you have to give up and you may marry and have children there are things you have to give up and each time it's things you love and it feels there's a sense of darkness that comes with it and, and sometimes when it, you know that feeling of darkness comes it really is that invitation from God okay there is there is part of this life that you have to give up if you want to follow me more closely and it feels like darkness that's one reason number two don't ever discount remember I've talked before about the ordinary work of the devil and for me maybe the worst one is discouragement and that feeling of I'm not getting my prayers answered and it's all black, that may just be temptation to get discouraged and give up and say, okay, Lord, you're not paying attention to me. I don't need you anymore. That would be a big temptation. So it may be coming from there. However, I kind of, I kind of think most often it comes from us. That it really, it really does come from us. You know, uh, uh, gospel says if you had faith the size of a mustard seed... You know, I have brought a mustard seed to church in the past. You know how big that mustard seed is? It's like, it's like that. 
It is like that. It's so, it's so tiny. And it's a reminder that the gift of faith that's given to us, it's given to us in a seed form. You know, when we're children baptized, uh, you know, even, even when you join RCA and become Catholic later on as an adult, even then, the seed of faith starts out small. And then you have to feed it and cultivate it and water it and let it grow in you as you go through life. But that's true about anything in life, any living thing, plants, animals, people, whatever, whatever it is. You have to, if you want to grow and thrive, you have to take care of yourself. You have to feed and water and cultivate and take care of it. You know that from your body. You know. Go ahead and spend a, what was that, what was that movie, uh, Double Size Me or something like that, where the guy went to McDonald's for a month straight and only ate the Big Mac, double, double fries, double this, double that, and he ate that for a month to see what would happen to his body, and he almost killed himself because he wasn't taking care of it. So go without any exercise. Go with bad food. Go without sleep and see what happens to your body. You have to exercise it. You have to feed it. You have to water it. You have to do everything. You have to rest. You have to sleep. You have to cultivate that in you or your body deteriorates and falls, falls apart. Same thing's true with faith life. Can't take it for granted. You know, your physical life you need to, to nurture and your faith life you need to nurture it or it just deteriorates. You know, one of the things that drives me nuts, we worry so much about pollution. We worry about water pollution and air pollution and carbon pollution and pollution in the ground and pollution here and there. And you know what nobody worries about at all? Nobody worries about soul pollution. And we are attacked with that daily stuff to, uh, to pollute the soul. Uh, I, I don't get it. You know, the example I like to use sometimes is, of course, you know what it is. Dodgers. <laughs> When I went to Dodger games as a kid, uh, um, everybody in the stadium smoked and nobody cussed because there were kids around. Now you go to a game, you don't even have to go to a Dodger game, but you'll go use that. You go there, who smokes? Nobody. Who cusses? Everybody. You tell me which is worse for kids, the body pollution or the soul pollution? Right? So, so you know, when we, when we don't cultivate that, that seed of faith in us then, and, and let it grow, then it just starts going downhill. That is why, and that, you know, that is a good summary of why we started Friends in Faith. That is exactly why we did it. Not just for us to cultivate our own faith besides coming to church on Sunday, but to make it a more active part of our lives to stop that, that pollution and fight against that pollution and the deterioration of spiritual life in all of us. We want people joining together. And, and not just for you, but how many of you know somebody who needs to come back to God, needs to come back to faith? That's a, they really need that. How many, how many of you know some? Right? In my own family. In my own family. And part of Friends and Faith is for you to join and you to invite them too. Because who's supposed to talk to them? Me? No, not me. Father John's supposed to. <laughs> I mean, who's supposed to do that? If not the people who care about them, then who? If you don't care enough to do that, then why would anybody else care? Right? So that, that was the theory behind this, that we're in a culture that's more and more and more and more secular, 
and we have to do something to grow faith in us besides come to church on Sunday, which is good and which is important, but it's not the only thing. You know, that's when Jesus says, do everything you're supposed to do. <laughs> well, being here on Sunday for an hour is not everything we're supposed to do. Thank you for joining us at Your Daily Homily. For information on St. Philip the Apostle Parish or to support this ministry, please click on the links provided. Until our next time together, be safe and God bless.